Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. To listen without advertisements or to read episode transcripts, visit englishgo.co.uk for more information. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Today, I'd like to continue... Um, answering the like topic suggestions from Paula and Eleanor. Um, so first, uh, the first I have is the question, have I ever been to Italy on holiday? And the answer is yes, but I've only been to Rome. And um, it was really nice. I think I, I might have mentioned this before on the podcast, but I think it was one of my favorite holidays Um just managed to see everything, do everything, and uh, it was really fun. Nice weather. I almost got heat stroke and felt ill. Um, it's all part of the experience. So, yeah. Um, I would like to visit other places uh, in Italy in the future, but uh, we shall see. I haven't I haven't been abroad for two, over, how long is it now? Maybe getting on for three years almost. Um, getting close to three years. Wow. Well, you know, Corona. <laughs> that, that's, I suppose that's been the main uh, reason, but also um, the next place I want to go to is Japan, obviously. You know, I want to see my, girl, my girlfriend again. So um, I don't think I'm going to be doing any traveling around Europe just yet. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay, next question. Um, was, I, I mentioned this yesterday, you know, what, what does my girlfriend think about England or Europe? Um, I'm going to have to answer this without actually talking to her about it first, because at the moment she's busy with her work. Um, so we don't have, we can't speak that much at the moment. Um, I think, I think she would say that England is very neat, a neat place. Like, to her, I remember her saying the houses looked very neat. Um, to me, they're just, like, completely normal houses. Um, but to her, everything looked really neat. And I suppose when you compare this with Japan, where all the houses are just everywhere, all over the place, in all different styles, just crammed in next to every other house in the cities, um, then, yeah, maybe it, it does look neat. And uh, we don't have too many, like... We don't we don't have any par overhead 
power lines, any power cables um, everywhere. Just telephone cables and not too many of them. Everything else, all the electricity and the gas and the water and everything, that's, all goes underground. Um, so yeah, maybe it does look neat. Um, but what else? Has she has she been to Europe? Other other places? I don't think so. Um, no, I don't think so. So she can't really give a, an opinion about that anyway. Um, I don't know. I know that she really likes England. I think it's one of her favourite countries. And I think she is very keen to see some more of the English countryside. Um, because she's only really seen Birmingham and Liverpool and... Um, London, London, of course, <laughs> uh, so far. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I don't have too much to say on this subject because, like I say, I hadn't, haven't had the chance to ask her yet, sorry. Um, next question, what do I like the most about Japan? That's, uh, that's a hard question to answer. What do I like the most? Um, maybe if I had to pick something... Maybe I would say people's manners. I'm always impressed by everybody's manners when I go to Japan. And I think it's something that England is missing nowadays. I think you go back, I don't know, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, I don't know. And um, our manners were really, really good. Um, generally, or maybe you have to go back further than that. Maybe you have to go back like 50, 60, 70 years. I don't know. But at some point, I've got this image of like everyone having really good manners and there's like gentlemen everywhere and ladies everywhere and that kind of thing. And uh, England isn't really like that anymore. There are still some people like that. And there are lots of people who aren't like that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the one thing that's that's one thing that really impresses me, I think, one thing I really like. I remember I remember when I'm over there, I feel more relaxed than I do when I'm in England. So let's say I'm walking around um, the streets, I don't have to worry so much about bumping into people somehow. Um, over here, when it's a crowded street, I feel like I'm always moving out of everyone's way, um, trying to avoid them all the time. Uh, but in Japan, somehow, when it's like even when it's really, really crowded, somehow I don't have this problem. I don't know what it is. Maybe people are avoiding me. <laughs> no, that's that's not it. Um, no, because um, other, other Japanese people I've spoken to about this, they've said the same thing. Uh, they find it like, you just can't understand why when it's busy in England, it feels like you're always moving out the way of everyone else. And I think maybe it's just... Um, manners. Maybe people aren't being so careful about other people around them. They're not so aware about other people around them. Um, yeah. So, right. Uh, what, what am I talking about next then? Let's, let's see. Let's see. Ah, um, can I explain some differences? Like some very, some like big differences or funny differences um, between manners of people in Western countries and those of Japanese people. Uh, I think I've sort of, sort of said something a bit like that. You know, I, I don't, I think if you'd asked me this question, 
when I first went to Japan, like over over ten years ago now, maybe I would have had a very good answer for you. But now, I've been around Japanese people and Japanese culture for so long that it just seems normal to me. So it's it's really hard to spot things that are unusual. I think when something's new to you, you're like, okay, that's really different. But but when you see it so many times, it's like it just becomes completely normal.、Um, so I don't know, funny funny differences, funny differences.、Uh, there's one there's one thing I like that still amuses me,、um, and that's there's this. How do I explain it? Let's say you're in a supermarket, and you're looking at a shelf, trying to find a product on a shelf. And somebody else wants to cut in front of you. They want to walk past you.、Um, I have on occasion. Sometimes I see this like movement, where someone raises their hand out in front of their body,、um, and they're like their palm is flat,、um, and they walk forwards with this with their hand in front of them, like they're cutting through the air with their hand. And、um, I like it because I don't know it reminds me of a shark, like the the fin of a shark on its back,、uh, sticking up out of the water, and they're just like going like silently like through the water.、Um, I quite like that. It's like excuse me, I'm coming through.、Um, don't say anything, or maybe a little bow as you pass.、Um, yeah, it's it's a difference. I think I think over over here sometimes you walk past someone and you just say sorry. If you say anything at all, there are lots of people who don't bother. There are some people who are so rude at supermarkets. <laughs> you know, they just push in and they just they just reach over and just grab something right from in front of you and they sort of like almost push you over. Oh dear.、Um, yeah, funny funny differences. Funny differences. I I don't know if I can think of any. May I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's because I think there are a lot. Of similarities between British people and Japanese people, definitely a lot.、Um, when when I go to Japan, I it's yeah, it's a really foreign country, and everything looks different, and there's so many things are different. But at the same time, there's something about it that makes me feel like I'm like not not so far away from home. Like I don't feel.、Um, Yeah, I feel like I'm in a foreign country, but there's some there's something about it that I connect with. So I don't really feel like like I don't feel uncomfortable. I feel very comfortable when I'm over there. Um. So yeah, maybe it's because that I don't that I don't I see so many similarities that I'm that I find it hard to pick out differences. Yet there are. Differences. I think for me, the biggest difference is Japan is probably like what England used to be. Now,、ah, I've explained that in such a bad way.、Um, so, like the Japan of the, of today is like the England of the past、uh, in terms of manners. Like everyone's manners are so good over there, and our manners used to be so good over here. So. I think that's maybe the biggest difference. Like I, I feel like we, we have this face 
this face like this person that we show to people in public, uh, British people do. And so we're very polite to people in public. And well, not all of us, but lots of us. And um, then, but when we get home, maybe we moan about them. You know, <laughs> oh, that person today, they were a real nuisance, weren't they? They were a right pain, that person. Um, but then when we're talking to them, we say, oh, yes, very nice to meet you. Uh, yeah, I hope to see you again soon. So that kind of thing. And um, they have that in Japan as well. Uh, but I think they have it like even stronger than we have it over here. Um, so, yeah, it feels sort of like it feels everything feels British, but to the next level, like, um, yeah, like e even more British in a sense. That's weird to say, but um, that's what it feels like to me. That's one of the biggest differences. I think um, some I, I remember meeting someone. I remember meeting someone at a train station and I just waved to them, not really thinking about it. And uh, this person bowed back to me. Uh, so that's a little amusing, but that's, you know, there's just different ways of saying hello. So, um, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I thought I'd have some like really good stories to talk about here, but, um, but no. And I think part, part of the problem is when I go to another country, I'm quite good at noticing people's behavior around me and adjusting uh, my behavior. Uh, can you hear my dogs barking? I bet you can hear that. Um, they go mad whenever there's someone at the door, whenever someone's arriving at the house. Um, yeah, so I adjust my behavior. So maybe because I'm... I think my behavior doesn't really stand out that much that I don't have any weird stories to tell. You know, so I, I don't... Oh, someone... Sorry, I thought someone was knocking on the door. It's someone outside doing some work on something. I, I reckon the postman has just been, and that's why the dogs are barking. Um, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not on a train talking in a ridiculously loud voice that everyone can hear or you know I don't I don't use a mobile phone on the train I can I can <laughs> follow the signs that are posted all around um, Japan so uh, yeah I don't think I don't think my behavior is too unusual in fact in fact I do remember like sometimes I, I was in this shop um, called Caldi where they give away like some free coffee whilst you're browsing the store or they used to anyway I don't know about now and um, I was just drinking this coffee and I sort of finished. And there was this girl uh, wandering around who worked there uh, collecting the cups. And she came up to me and she couldn't, She, it's like I was looking at something. So she could only see like the side of my face. And uh, she said something to me in Japanese. I don't know what it was. My I couldn't understand Japanese back then. And um, I think my hair was a bit a bit longer. So maybe you couldn't see my face too well. And I turned to her and the look on her face was just like shock. Like, oh, um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't know you were a foreigner. <laughs> I thought you were Japanese. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I think maybe that helps as well. Like I'm not ridiculously tall. I'm not too tall. I'm not too big. Um, like the size, what my size is like, like medium size in Japan.
uh, or small size in England, or sometimes extra small in England. Um, so yeah, I just don't, I just don't stand out enough. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think if I was like really tall and I had blonde hair and blue eyes and looked really, really foreign and dressed in like really foreign looking clothes, you know, like when Americans wear like sandals and like white socks, um, yeah, stuff like that. If I did that, then maybe, maybe I'd have some like interesting stories to tell. Um, ah, there's some, there's some, there's, an, there's another topic. There's another topic, uh, which is about best friends. Um, what is it that you like the most about my mates? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, um, oh dear, I've been talking for 15 minutes. I'm just going to have to make this into a long episode because, um, I've been, you know, I haven't, I haven't, it's taken me so long to get back to your email, unfortunately. So I'd like to, um, get back to it properly now. Um, the bear, I think I like most, I, well, I, I would just say their company. I like meeting up with them and I like chatting about various things or I like going to the pub with them and chatting about various things. Um, oh, and the next question was, how do you spend time with them? Well, I think I've just answered that. <laughs> I spend time with them by going to the pub usually, but sometimes, sometimes we do stuff together. I, when I had a car, I, we used to do a lot more stuff together because I'm the kind of person who says, uh, how about we go for a walk today? You know, why don't we go to the Peak District and go for a walk? Or do you want to go to the beach today? And then I drive everyone um, somewhere and then nobody ever pays me for petrol or even offers to pay for petrol. Uh, I just pay it all. Um, but uh, now that I don't have a car, nobody offers to drive us anywhere. So we don't really do anything anymore, which is a shame. Um, because in, in the past, we've uh, all gone on holiday together as well. Although that's only ever happened once, but it was uh, it was very fun. It was very fun. We stayed in a caravan on a holiday park and um, went to the beach and went to different pubs and had meals and drank beer and talked and visited different places whilst we were there. I went out to see different places, different towns and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that was fun. But it, like I said, it's only really happened once, which is a shame because I, I like doing stuff like that. I like um, spending time with friends, um, going different places with them. But I think if I, you know, I don't, I don't want to offend my friends, but I think they, I, I, what, they don't have the motivation to do that kind of thing. Maybe, maybe they don't, that's, I don't know, maybe it's just me who likes it. And they're just quite happy to stay indoors or just go to a pub or whatever. Now, I, I like to get out. I like to go on adventures. I like to explore. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Poor me. Stuck in stuck inside, stuck indoors all the time with friends who don't want to go anywhere with me. <laughs> um, right then. I think I have answered all the questions. I don't think I've done a good job of answering the questions. Um... I wish, I wish I could have come up with some better answers for some of them, but who knows? Maybe in a, maybe in a future episode, I'll be able to talk about this again. I feel like, I feel like it's definitely something I could have said. And like, as soon as I stop recording this episode, it will come to me and I'll be like, ah, oh, 
That's what I wanted to say. That's the that's the funny difference between uh, Japanese people and Western people. Um, but yeah, it's my mind's gone blank and there's nothing coming out. So um, I'm just going to leave it there for today and hope that I've answered your questions well enough, maybe. Uh, anyway, thank you once again, um, Paula and Eleanor, for your lovely email. And I've enjoyed talking about the topics that you suggested very much. Right, so I hope you all have a lovely day and see you again soon. Bye-bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Thanks for listening until the very end of the show. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give my podcast a rating, or if you have the time, write a review. It's a really nice way of letting me know you enjoy these episodes and encourages me to make more of them for you. Thanks very much and have a lovely day.